Welcome to It's a Crime, I'm Linda, and today we are going to be talking about two little brothers who went missing just before Christmas from California City. There is some really concerning details in this case, but before I get into it, if you'd like to be part of the It's a Crime community, please click that subscribe button below, hit that notification bell to all. Also, please share this video out where you can and give it a like. Now, let's get into it. Here are brothers Orin and Orson West. Orin is four years old and Orson, his little brother, is three years old. They are adopted and live with four other children. Two are the biological children of the parents and two are also adopted. Orin and Orson are the youngest of the six children. And here is Orin again. He is three feet tall, 35 pounds, and was last reported wearing a black sweater and dark sweatpants. According to the Office of the Attorney General, Orin has a fractured lower left leg. Now, here is Orson West. He is two and a half feet tall and 40 pounds. Orson was reported wearing a black sweater as well and black or gray sweatpants, as reported by their parents. Now let's get into the timeline. On Monday, December 20th, just before 5.45 p.m., the kids were reported missing by their adoptive parents and from their yard in California City. California City has a population of just over 14,000 people. Now the couple moved there in September of 2020 and it is said that they fostered Orin and Orson in 2018 and then adopted them in 2019. The parents said that the kids were playing in the back patio with chalk as their adoptive father, Travel West, gathered firewood. Now, he says that his wife, Jacqueline, was inside wrapping presents at the time. He said he briefly went back inside the house and then he came out and the boys were gone. He said that he realized he had the gate opened and panicked. He then said he drove through nearby streets and spoke with neighbors but couldn't find them. Here's what Trezell said. I open up the back gate, I'm throwing wood, bringing it inside the house. My wife's inside, she was actually wrapping gifts, so we thought it was a good idea that our youngest two go outside and play with chalk on the back patio. I realized that I left the back gate open and I panicked and came inside the house, searched the house, me and my wife. Once that didn't pan out, I got into the van. I looked down the street in both directions. It was getting dark, getting cold. And here is a little look of what the area looks like around their neighborhood. Notable, there is an empty field on both sides of their home. And two questions that I wish the reporters asked was what did they buy them for Christmas and where were your other children while these kids were outside on their own? Also, of course, I would love to know what the other children have to say when they last saw the kids. Interestingly, the chief had this to say about the kids and the neighbors, and it's not a good sign. From every neighbor you guys spoke to, not a single sight of them. No. No. When was the most recent that a neighbor sighted they'd seen the kids? We, we, none of the neighbors have seen the kids. Ever? No. Now, two hours after the kids were reported missing, the California City Police sent out a news release with a description of the boys, but not their names or their pictures. That info was released hours later. Then on Monday night, that same night they went missing, volunteers and police searched near where the boys went missing. Police brought canines to the home. Now, the dogs found the boys sent 
inside the home, but not outside of the home. The next day on Tuesday, volunteers around 9 a.m. continued to search and they spread through the surrounding areas, but they found no trace of the children. And then by the afternoon, police take the adoptive parents in for further questioning. On Tuesday night, they were armed with a search warrant, they went through the home, and they left with evidence that was collected in several brown bags and a duffel bag. Also, the adoptive parents' van was towed to be searched, and the FBI are involved, and the police are saying that the parents are cooperating. Now, by Wednesday, it said that the neighbors were upset that the parents haven't been searching. But the parents are saying that the reason why they're not searching was because the police told them to stay in their home during the search. And that same day, the parents spoke with the media. And they talk about how the boys went missing, that they fostered them in 2018 and adopted them in 2019. They also said they had four other kids and that the kids have been removed from the home since the investigation began. And they also said that their cell phones and other tech devices were seized by police. And then the police searched their home again for the second time. And Wednesday night, there were bright lights that were set up in the backyard of the home and investigators dug it up. And it's unclear if any evidence was found in that backyard, but still no sign of the children. Then by Sunday, just a few days after Christmas, they held a vigil and there were pastors also who had traveled to be there as well. And one of the residents said, there's too many missing cases in this town. There's too many of us mothers that have band together and we will not stop until we find these children. The mayor was also out and she said, I was out here a couple nights ago. There were several people out here. I brought blankets out and people were walking. Everybody's concerned. Almost everybody I run into, that's the first thing they say. Have you heard anything about those babies? Now I'm going to play the interview with the parents. Have a look. Speaking to the adoptive parents was incredibly telling as for the first time since the kids went missing. They're telling us exactly what happened from their perspective. Now, it's also important to mention that the community here, a lot of neighbors told me that the parents have been virtually absent from all search efforts, raising a lot of concern out here in California City. But the adoptive parents told me that's because they've been busy with the police investigation and that police told them that they don't need to be out there searching because there's already an uh, adequate amount of people doing so. I came to the house, I saw them there, I went in the house, I came back out, I didn't see him now. Trezell West details the moment his two adopted boys, three-year-old Orson and four-year-old Orin, went missing Monday night from their California city home. Moments before, West says he was gathering wood to start a fire. I went up to that gate, I'm throwing wood, bringing it inside the house. My wife's inside. She was actually wrapping gifts, so we thought it was a good idea that they, that our youngest two, go outside and play with chalk on the, the back patio. Shortly after, Wes says he no longer saw the boys on the patio. He asked his wife Jacqueline if she saw them. She said no. That's when he says panic set in. I realized that I left the gate open and I panicked. Came inside the house, searched the house, me and my wife. Once that hadn't pan out, I got in the van. 
I looked down the street, most directions. It was getting dark, getting cold. West said he then called the police within minutes. Since then, California City Police, the FBI, and the Kern County Sheriff's Office have been investigating. Police searched the couple's home Tuesday night, then interviewed the couple at police headquarters. Now, during the search that week, Orson and Oren's biological mother came from Bakersfield to come help in the search, and she believes something is very wrong. Have a look. She says she's worked hard to get her life on track and wanted to get custody of her boys back eventually. But now she thinks that will never happen and is blaming the adoptive parents. They did something. I feel like they did something and they know something. They did something and I feel my kids is somewhere around here. I can feel it. And I feel like they're in the house and I feel like they did something. Trizelle and Jacqueline say they understand the frustration. He thinks you guys did something. And that's understandable. What's your, what's your response to that? That's understandable. I would think the same thing. Yep. I mean, that's exactly the point. And if we can find our, find our babies, then guess what? That's, that's no. And that's all I want is to find our babies. That's it. Some residents and family members of the boys would also get involved during the interview. Y'all was supposed to take care of my nephew. But the West are standing firm as the search efforts continue. We're going through it. It's difficult. I, I mean, everybody's making their own, you know, their own conclusions. They don't know anything. We don't, we're not sure, exa like everything, we're not sure. We, we said what we knew. So there is some really concerning things here. Number one, the police chief is saying that no one in the neighborhood has ever seen the children. Number two, the biological mother of the children is saying she doesn't feel like something's right. She feels like something happened to them and it was the parents. The parents are speaking and there is a few things that caught my eye as well in that interview. One of the things I really look at is the way the mom is responding and what she's saying. I may do another video on that, combining the two. However, this is not looking good. Also, that the authorities and the FBI are searching the backyard. They're taking a bunch of evidence out. Now, as we know, it doesn't mean that the parents are guilty or not guilty. They're trying to rule out everything. The problem is, is those dogs went into the house and picked up on the scent of the boys, but not outside of the house. So there is some very, very concerning things and statements made here. Now also, I'll show you a little clip if I can, if not, if I can't find it. There were people who were outside of the home now chanting, where are the children? Where are the kids? And they're directing it towards the parents. So there's a lot of things going on. Now I'm gonna give you the phone number. You can call 1-800-843-5678 or 760-373-8606. Whether it's if you know something, if you've seen something, if you haven't seen the children and you live in the neighborhood and you weren't interviewed yet, any of those things, please call that number. Let's hope these children are found and found safe. I did also see in the news that there were 14 sex offenders in the area and two of them who live quite close. So for a town of only 14,000 plus, that's a lot of offenders. And so we can't rule that out. However, the authorities haven't left the house. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Let me know your thoughts below. Let's have a chit-chat. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. Please like and please share. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon.